But the word that God has put in my heart tonight uh, is very much revival related. It's very, very much revival related. I talked a few moments this morning about being on the other side of the flood with Noah coming out of the ark. And some things that were shared there that I perhaps would try to pair with what's being stated in this service. In that Noah built that ark on a level plane. But the floods, the flood that came caused it to rise. Floods don't come to kill you. Not when you're serving God. They come to elevate you. Those floods come to elevate you. And the scripture said that when the storm was over, and when God called them out of the ark, the ark was sitting upon a mountain. From a valley to a mountain. Storms don't leave you in the same place. They always are designed to elevate us. Always. Well, when God put this word here in my spirit, I said, God, I ain't talked about this in a long time. I ain't talked about it in a long, long time. But I believe that the relevance of it is for many of us that are in here today. Now, I want you to kind of just bear with me here because at some point and at some time in our walk with God, we all have been here. If, if you're not in this place today, in your walk, you will eventually come there. Because it is a time that you don't always feel like doing the same thing today. Sometimes you need God to really come in, uh, motivate you. You need God to come in, strengthen you. You need God to encourage you. Because sometimes life has a way of just uh, draining you. It has a way of just... It's so taxating with the things that are putting upon, put upon us and we are burdened in a lot of instances. But I'm so glad that the Lord God that we serve, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Now, this word that I have been given to share with you. Uh, Cricket said he needed about an hour. I don't know if he's going to get that long out of me, but I'm just going to. Give you what I got and going back to that seat over there. Because I've been doing it long enough now that it's not about impressing as much as it is pleasing. It's not about impressing me. I impress here, but I please in that direction. So with that being stated, if you would get your Bibles or the photos stood on the screen. This word, these here are some dollars, some, 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 some glasses that came from Walmart. These are not what I need. I'm telling you, I'm still about to kiss the page. <laughs> Trying to see it, I'm telling you. But in Matthew chapter 18, chapter 8 and verse 14. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 
14. It says, and when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her and the fever left her. And she arose and ministered unto them. And when the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with this word and healed all that were sick. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. Can you look at your neighbor and just tell your neighbor, God's going to break your fever. Tell somebody else, God's going to break your fever. Father, I thank you for your word. Be glorified. Be exalted as we humble ourselves before you to speak your word, Lord God. I ask you in Jesus' name, not let one of us leave the same way that we came. I pray, God, that this word would resonate and find a resident in our hearts that we would please you. Let the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, let it rest in the holy and precious name of Jesus do we pray. Amen and amen. The scripture says, and when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid. She was in a condition that required her to lie down. The position that she was in was what wasn't what she was always used to. She wasn't acclimated to being in that position. But circumstances have come, and there she is, the scripture says, laid there with a fever. The fever, the fever was, listen at this, to the best of her ability, the fever itself, that she occurred that occurred in her body was really her body acting normally when such things take place in the body. It was a instance where the defense mechanism of the body had went active because now it was having to resist that thing that had penetrated some type of bacteria, perhaps that had penetrated that caused the fever to come about. And the reason that the temperature in her body was had risen was to ward off that thing that was dwelling on the inside of her. Because God is in his wisdom has created and made the body in such a way that it has its own defense mechanism. But sometimes there are situations that goes beyond what had occurred in her body that required a greater power, new strength, new uh, 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 strength that came from uh, another source that was stronger than it because it was overtaking her. And there were signs, there were signs that, that goes with the fever that each of us uh, ought to be mindful of because what happens Naturally, it also happens spiritually. The fever that she was dealing with, the Lord began to make me see many of my people are serving me with a fever. 
they have a fever. And you can tell when they have a fever. Because how many know God don't want nobody to pump and to prime to get a praise out of them? But the Lord desires a, a hand to be lifted up willingly. He loves for somebody to just bless him because they know who he is. They love him for who he is. He don't want no makeshift. He don't want no mechanical praise. But he wants something that comes from the heart. Blessing me for who I am. Blessing me for who I am. And the Bible declared, amen, that she lied there with the fever. She was there in a condition that she wasn't normally used to. Which caused her not to do what she normally do. And the scripture declared, amen, that this woman that, uh, that, that, that was in Peter's house by way of Jesus' visitation, amen, took note of what was going on in Peter's house. Got to hear this. This was happening in Peter's house. Peter wasn't sick, but it was somebody there, somebody there that was. And I'm so thankful to God. That he knows what every one of our houses need today. The fever that's in your house. The fever that's in her house. Amen. He knows exactly who it is that needs what needs to be done. And the Bible declared. Amen. That this woman called with this fever. She again uh, lying there. Uh, her body doing normally what it should do. When something like this has happened. And you could tell that the fever had set in. And in the book of Luke, it said that it was a severe fever that hit. This wasn't just one that was one or two degrees above uh, the normal temp. But this one was an elevated. It was a severe uh, case that had taken upon this, 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 this mother here. And the Bible declared that Jesus broke that fever. But, what, but, but before I bro we, we get the fever broken, we need to know what it looks like when the fever has set in on the people of God, the people of God. Amen. When we say we love God with our mouth, but the fever has set in that in our hearts is contrary. The Bible declares, amen, that, that, that this woman here, she, she, she had signs, she had symptoms that goes with her condition. I want you to know, a healthy saint don't have to be pumped and primed. But you can find a saint that was once on fire for God, that is now lethargic. They come into church and you have to all but uh, just, just, just put a demand on them to do the things that they ought to do for God. But God ain't mad about that because in truth, in reality, it just life has happened and life happens to us all. All of us have life to, life to happen to us that will cause sometimes you, amen, to be gripped, so to speak, by a spiritual fever. You don't have the appetite that you used to. You would rather have gun smoke more so than you would rather have the word of the Lord. You would rather have the, your senses to be appetized by all of these other different things wherein that it used to be the word of the Lord. I know I'm right. Amen. That there were times I could spend hours in the word of God and never get tired. But now I can't hardly read a verse before I'm asleep. I, I want to get quiet right there. I wanted to get quiet right there. Because sometimes you can read that Bible and that thing become like the yellow pages used to be. You didn't know who's, uh, what you were reading. But, 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 but when you really have an appetite, 
when you really have an appetite, or rather when you have lost your appetite, you don't have no desire for the things of God. That's when you know that you're in need of a revival. And let me tell you something. Don't, 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 don't sit in the midst and need revival and don't ask for God to revive you. Don't play church and act like you got it all together when you know you don't have it all. I need God. When you need God, mama can't help you. Daddy can't help you. Sister can't help you. You have to go to the one that can help you. Because if you don't find help, you'll find yourself doing stuff that you really, you thought that you were over with. Uh I know I'm right. I know I'm right. When you find yourself not indulging in the things of God, you'll find yourself just doing stuff that you normally wouldn't do when you don't have an adequate amount of that which is needed to resist, amen, what the enemy does, what the enemy brings your way. Amen. You got to have something that can ward it off. I know that I ain't the only one up in here that ain't felt like cussing. And can I be truthful with you? A, a couple of them didn't slip. <laughs> but they came out. And I say, God, I thought I was over that stuff. I thought those words had left my vocabulary. But the God that I serve will let me know that you don't never make it on your own. You can't keep yourself. You'll say stuff that if God don't keep you, you'll say some stuff, you'll do some stuff, you'll feed or go some places that you thought that you had lost direction to. But he said, I just need you, Jerry, to be honest before me. Stop trying. Stop trying to do something to that that's very titillating to the emotions of me and do what it is needed to just please me son when you make a mistake be glad to just say lord i'm sorry i don't want to be in pretension be, be pretentious with god i need god that when i know i need him when i see myself in the mirror and it don't look like this mirror i need to ask god help me god Help me, Lord, because if you don't help me, God, I know that I can't do this here in myself. I can't keep myself. I don't care how long I've been preaching. I don't care how long I've been saved. It's not a day that I can still do it without him. And neither could you. And he said to me that, Jerry, a lot of times I can tell when you have a fever. Amen. When you yourself haven't been able to diagnose it. Amen. I got read, I got, I got ways to tell whether or not you really, amen, is healthy, you're sick, or you need me to come to your rescue. Because let me tell you something about God. When you get in a situation that you have a fever and you know that you can't help yourself ain't you glad god will come to where you are he, he, he won't leave you like that he won't he won't let you stay like that because deep down inside he know you got a heart for him he know you love him it don't mean that just because amen that kind of stuff happened whatever that may be that you don't love him amen but the fever had set in so god began to speak to me and he began to say son many of my people have a fever and you can see it it'll show up in their desire for the word of the lord you'll see it show up when praise and worship 
one time, at one point, right before I went in the back and the praise and worship had begun, I saw many of you, you all had gathered right here, standing before seemingly the throne of God, worshiping him. I say, God, that's what we need. Everywhere we go, it need to be a people that ain't ashamed to lift up your name. They ought not be ashamed to praise you for who you are. But when you got a fever, when you have a fever, ain't nothing can help you. Ain't nothing can bring you out of that thing when you got a fever. God has to come and do something with you. Well, listen, y'all, because I have had a fever, amen, and some of you may have a fever now because my fever has been broken. I came here to tell somebody that yours can be broken too. I don't know where your fever is. I don't know what it causes, amen, what it looked like with you, but I come here to declare to you today, people of God, that your fever is getting ready to be broken. You ain't going out of here the same way. You, your fever getting ready to be broken. Amen. Because you, you can tell. I'm almost through, prophet. Man of God, I'm almost through. I want you to know that saints of God, when you got a fever, amen, again, don't act like you don't need the doctor, amen, to try to cure yourself. You know how we like to try to treat ourselves. Amen. When we got a condition that's going on in our body, and what we need, amen, to do is to go, amen, to our doctors, amen, because they have a stronger prescription than an over-the-counter medicine can do. We are going to get an over-the-counter medicine and don't get no better, but yet you still want to try to treat yourself. But I'm so thankful to God that when I come to the house of God, he got a cure, he got a prescription for me that you can't find at the local drugstore. Amen, because I can go to him. Come on, look at somebody and tell them God going to break that fever. Tell somebody again, God going to break that fever. You ain't got time to be sitting around. Man, it's getting late. It's getting late in the hour. It's getting late in the hour. You see people that were once close to God drifting away from God. Amen. I heard Brother Marie say, getting away from the fire. Amen. And you wonder why you cold. And, and, and you know when you got a fever, you have, you start looking at folk funny. You, you, you'll start looking at people funny. You start looking at them, amen, with another eye. Who does she think she is? You weren't saying that when you didn't have the fever. You only saying that because you got a fever. Amen. Because once God break the fever off of you, you're going to be doing what they're doing. I promise, man of God, I'm almost through. He said, he said in that eighth chapter, he said, Listen at this. And when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his mother's wife. And she was sick of a fever. And the Bible said, and he touched her. He touched her hand. He touched her hand. And the Bible declares, and the fever left her. The fever left her after he touched her. The fever would have yet been holding on had not he touched her. But because he touched her, the fever had to leave. I'm here to tell you that a fever in Jesus can't live in the same place. 
I say it again. A fever and Jesus cannot live in the same place. If a fever is there, it's a good sign that Jesus has been dwindling in your life. But I come here to tell you that the fever is leaving you this day. Somebody say this day. I'm talking about, I'm talking about what it's going to look like when the fever is off of me. Amen. I told you. Now, I don't act like Brother Jerry Jr. And I don't act like Sister Julia. But I'm here to tell you I love what God does in my life. And I'm not one that's easily to keep still. Amen. When I'm declaring the word. And I'm telling you right now, Victor, you ain't going to be the first one that I'm going to be cool with. No, I'm going to be just who I am. I love my God. I love him. I love him so much. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I get ecstatic. I get excited about God in my life because you weren't there. You weren't there. You weren't, you ain't hearing me. You weren't there when I had a fever in my house. You weren't there when I had a fever in my marriage. You weren't there when I had a fever on my finances. But God, can somebody say, but God? See, Brother Wade, I like to be real with church folk because sometimes church folk got a way of just making you think they don't have no problems. They make you think they don't go through nothing. But I'm telling you right now, amen, that you going to get it in your spirit today. Hallelujah. You're going to get it in your spirit today that I'm calling for help. Hallelujah. I'm calling 911. You can look at me funny. You can act at me. You can think I'm something. and I'll, You can say what you want to. When I know I need help, I'm telling you, I'm going to cry out for help. Because that revival, hallelujah, listen to this, just like you can tell when I was sick, you also going to tell when I done got well. Lord have mercy. Oh, I feel like dancing right there. I said, I'm going to let you know when I done got well. If you was able to tell when I was sick, mm, you ain't going to make me act like I'm still sick. I'm here to tell you that I've been healed. I've been delivered. I've been, the chains has been broken. I got my hallelujah back. I got my prayer life back. I got my glory to God back. Can you tell somebody I got it back? I need you to say it like you really mean it. Tell somebody I got it back. I got it back. I got it back. I got it back. I lost it at one time, but I got it back. Hallelujah. I got my praise back to God. I got my giving back. I got it back in order. Oh, I felt like, I felt that one. I felt that one. Glory to God. Because y'all weren't there. Y'all weren't there. Y'all weren't there. You don't know some of the nights that I had to stay up late and didn't have nobody to communicate. Didn't even seem like I had God. He wasn't even seeming like he was answering me. Y'all can act like y'all ain't been there if you want to. Amen. You done been in that place where God wasn't saying nothing. He was quiet. Amen. He was just doing what it's. Lord have mercy. I'm still crying. I'm still weeping. Hallelujah. Because things just ain't working out like it was. I wanted like I wanted to. But I'm so glad that God came to Peter's house. Well, I'm here to tell you, he came to Jerry's house. He came to... Listen, listen, listen. Woo! Glory to God. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Jerry Jr., I know you may be watching this at some point in time, but I want to say to you, 
that you was one of the ones that had me to have a fever. <laughs> Jerry Jr. caused us to have some fever. Am I right about it, baby? He caused us to have some fevers. Amen. I ain't say one fever, but we had some fevers. <laughs> hallelujah. But hallelujah. Ain't you glad that God still break fevers? Well, Jared Jr. is the result of a broken fever. He's the result of a broken fever. Because if God had not broken the fever off of his life, we don't know. We just don't know. We just don't know. Don't know where he would be. And if I may but tell you here today, that saints of God, don't be quiet when he has broken your fever. I'll say it again. Don't sit around here and be quiet with you and God and broke your fever. You know why? Because somebody else sick too. Somebody else sick too. So you, you, you better hear me real good. I, I ain't worried about church people. I'm, I'm, I, I told y'all to learn how to get over all that. All these sanctimonious looks. I, I know, I know all about it. Hallelujah. We know how to act. We know how to act like we got it together up in here. But Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Who said that? Help me please. <laughs> I want you to get it. Because somebody else need a deliverance. Somebody else need help. I don't know what it is that my neighbor is in need of. What she may be dealing with may be flu-like system, but I have symptoms. But I want to say to you that if he broke my fever, he also can heal you of whatever you've been dealing with. Yes, Lord. How many want your prayer life back? Don't, 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 don't pity pat If you, if you really want your prayer life back, I want my time with God. Well, I was all right with just me and God. Didn't have to worry about who else was, what I had to do next. I'm so caught up with you, Lord. So glad time getting by. I heard my wife say a many times a long time ago. She said, time in God's presence is never wasted. You don't never waste time in God's presence. And the devil trying to rush us out of here. You know how it is. That's why you, <laughs> I promise, I know how church people are. Uh, uh, ain't, you ain't going to blame it on Jerry Sr. that you stayed in here too long. It won't be Jerry Jr. that did it. If you stay up in here, Holy Spirit kept you. Because I want you to know God just want to break your feet. He's trying to give you a revival. You need your revival to get up and start doing. The Bible declared that when Peter's wife was healed, the scripture says she changed positions. Y'all ain't hearing me. She changed her posture. Look at somebody and tell them, change your posture. Let me tell you something. When you change your it's going to tell. It's going to tell. She went from laying down to standing up. I'm here to tell you my posture has changed. Woo! If you just saw me just a little while ago, you wouldn't say that's the same man. But I'm the same man, but just got a different posture. What cricket is? Y'all think I'm playing? Come on, little stand to your feet up in here. He loved to see you with your head down. Head hung low. 
Finances got a fever. Children got a fever. Job got a fever. Vehicles got a fever. Just a fever all the way around. Fever everywhere you look. But the God that we serve. I say it again. The God that we serve. He still breaks fevers. Tell somebody he still breaks fever. I'm so glad. That my fever being broken. Didn't matter whether anybody wanted to see it broken or not. They, some people are glad to see you down. Pitiful, sad, but they love to see you down. But I'm so glad that God is one that picks us up again. Yes. Lift your hands because the Lord Himself in this season and at this particular time is breaking the fever of the hearts, the lives of His people. He know you can't do what you have to do for him in that condition. But the trouble is that when you have that condition, you won't cry out for help. I'm too, I'm too macho for that. I have too much ladylikeness in me to behave like that. But people of God, when you need help, when you need help, when you need help, he's right there, y'all. Y'all hear this here real good. He's right there. He's right there. I talked last week in the service at the church. I talked about how Jesus and Peter were on the water. And the Bible said that he started to look at those surging waves. That was over his head. And the Bible declared. He began to sink. And when he began to sink. When he began to sink. The Bible said. He cried out. Nope. That wasn't no time to be quiet right. That wasn't no time to be talking about. Hush. No. 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 When you need help. You got to not be ashamed to cry for help. Marriages need help. Children and family needs help. Finances are collapsing. Right in your possession. They're dwindling. But all you had to do was cry for help. And what I found out about the story that was so beautiful unto me. Was the fact that. Jesus was right there in arm's length to pull him up out of it. He ain't that far. Can you tell somebody he's not that far from you? The scripture said he reached out and touched him. Hallelujah. Let me tell you how good God is. That even though this same man that walked out to Jesus on the water the Bible said that when he looked up and began to sing to see the waves, he began to sink and he cried out for help. But you know what the beauty about it was? That at the point where Jesus raised him back up again, you don't read where Jesus toted him back to the boat. 
But the Bible declared they both walk right back. When God, when God, y'all got to hear it, y'all. When God fixed something, he fixed it right. He'll make it like it's never happened. Make it like it's never been broken. That's what I love about the God of our salvation. He'll make it like it's never happened, like it's never been broken. You owe it to him that if you have a fever, don't you sit idly by and not cry for help when you know you need help. Every child of God has had a fever at some point in time. Something that they couldn't fix on their own. And we all have tried that over-the-counter method to try to cure it. But you know what? Jesus will walk right past you. Why are you trying to fix it? And go to somebody that really needs to help. Come on, lift your hands in here. Come on, just say, Lord, break my fever. Come on, tell somebody, God's going to break your fever. If you desire prayer, let me say this here about this whole house. This entire house. I was here yesterday while my wife was ministering. While she was ministering, the Lord began to minister to me about this house. And I even feel it even the more. That there is a pain that is in this house. That is going to require God to heal. This house needs a healing. It needs a healing because of the brokenness. Because of some things that, that has happened. Both collectively, collectively and individually. And I want to let you know that God has come here today. That this house is going to be made whole. This house is going to be made whole. Yes, Lord. I hear the Lord saying, I hear the Lord saying, you're going to have to be made strong. You know why y'all got to be made strong? Y'all got to be made strong for the weak that are coming. There are some weak ones that's coming that's going to need you to be strong. And in order for you to be made strong, in order for you to help those that are weak, it's going to cause you to be made strong so, so much to the point that you ain't even obvious of your own pain. Because you're too concentrated on somebody else's. Come on, lift your hand. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Yes, Lord. Lift your hands. I was driving through to this place. And while driving, I don't know where exactly where I was. But the Lord spoke to me. And I didn't even want to tell pastor about it. He, told, he started saying some stuff that only God had to let me know it, that he was already working in that field. But as a sign, listen to me, as a sign to this house, as a sign to this house, I saw God bringing in officers. I'm talking about as members. I saw some that had political clout that's going to become a part of this house. It's not, listen, it's not that you're not, in, that you're any better. 
It's just that those that's coming need help. And he's sending them to a place that they can get help. Thank you, Lord. Praise team, you're more than just a praise team. Please hear me. You're more than just ones that conduct stuff in here uh, while service is going on. You have purpose on your life. I told you how much your, your voice blessed me. But man of God, you are really a chosen vessel. You are a chosen vessel. I even hear the Lord say to tell you that the attacks upon you on a personal level. He say, think it not strange. Because what's been taking place in your life is all for purpose. If you all were entertainers, it'll be one thing, but you're not entertainers. That's right. You're worshipers. Worshippers. Yes. You're worshipers. You turn people's faces yes. to God. Come on, just lift your hands. I feel Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I don't know who you are. But if you need God to break your fever, I want to pray for you. Please don't come if you don't need it. But if you need God to help you to break that fever off of you, to lose the over-the-counter method, please, I pray for you. I pray for you. If that be your one, if that be your one, thank you, Lord. Bless you, sir. Bless you, sir. Bless you, sir. I sense God. I sense God. I sense His presence. I sense His presence. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. This fever is getting ready to run. You come here, daughter. Listen to me. Some of you here, you don't even much need me to lay, to lay hands on you. Because there is, there is something that is resonating. There is something being dropped into our midst right now. That's bringing about restoration. It's restoration taking place even right now. Y'all hear me? Restoration is taking place right now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, lift your hands in here.